Yeah, uh, just really excited about the game. Um, excited to be at home again and uh, for a late night kickoff. And really looking forward to this matchup. Um, uh, after looking at the game in re review, uh, talked about some of the injuries. Um, everybody should be back except for one, and that's Keenan Peely, who we lost for the season. He uh, tore his ACL, and so he'll be out. He'll be um, still rehabbing and getting ready for surgery uh, in a couple of weeks. And then uh, we're still going to need him as a leader. He's a captain, so we're going to need him leading our team still. And, and uh, he has a purpose and a role for us. It just has changed. So with that, we're going to rely on uh, some of the some of the depth that linebackers step up and have a lot of confidence in Kevin Kloon as their coach and, and the young men in that room. And Keenan does as well. So I had a great conversation with him and looking forward to his role changing, but also um, having an impact and influence on our, in our program. Um, as far as the game goes, really happy about the game. Obviously, I think we mentioned it after the game that we could, we feel like we could still play better. And I feel like as a head coach, that we've got to get our, our team um, in a better position to have more uh, e efficiency and and playing at our best. So that's going to be the focus this week is is executing well and um, everybody um, knowing their assignments, um, doing things the right way uh, on the field and, and making plays. So uh, we're going to work on our fundamentals, our technique, and, and executing our assignments. Uh, we got a very athletic, um, passionate team that's coming to our home this weekend. And uh, we know we've seen South Florida on the field before, so uh, they're well coached. Jeff Scott's a really good head coach, and he's got he has tons of experience. Uh, for those that don't know, he came from Clemson, so he has he's been there for a long time as a, as a co OC and as an assistant, and has uh, really been a big part of that culture that they built there. They built there in Clemson, and I see him trying to do the same and similar things at at South Florida. So uh, we see the film, a lot of athleticism, a lot of speed. Um, and so we're focused, our mindsets on, on, on getting that game and making sure that we're performing at our best this week. And uh, that's where we're at. You know, sad to lose Keenan, but uh, he wants us to move on and, and his role change. But the team's got to move on. And there's this high sense of urgency for myself. And even the team wants to, wants to get better this week and want to, want to, they want to play better. Uh, it was nice in the locker room hearing the pl the players talk about South Florida, even after our game against Arizona State. So, uh, but health wise, we should be should be full force with the with the exception of of Keenan Peely. All right, questions, Norma, and then Mitch. Hey, coach, you guys are facing South Florida this week. Um, what do you remember from that twenty nineteen game where you guys had the lead going into the fourth and then? things kind of fell apart. If I remember correctly, I think there was like a pick and then Jaron ended up having to leave the game towards the end with a concussion. Yeah, different staff, a lot, a lot of the same players on, on our team and there. So um, there's the, there's definite um, memories of that game. So uh, you recap some of it. So we, we know the game, we know the personnel, a little bit different scheme um, uh, from them, but uh, we, we see the athleticism and speed and, and uh, the talent on their team. So we, we need to make sure that we're ready to do our best and, and keep our focus on these guys. But there's, there's, a, there's a, a huge drive to play better this weekend, especially against this team. Do you 
feel that Hall's kind of taking this game a little bit more personal and wanting to make sure to, to change the outcome this time around? Yeah, I've seen him doing that with every game that he's played. He he didn't get to play football last year, you know, so he's been injured. So I think that's been his mindset. It just happens to be South Florida this weekend. But he's had that same mindset, just like the rest of the guys on the team. I, I've been been happy with the leadership and the focus on our team. Uh, we just keep it rolling. But but I do need to see improvement in a lot of different areas. And and um, that's not just on the, the players. That's on myself and and the, the assistant coaches, we got we, we need we need to play better. We need to see a lot of improvement. I was really pleased with some of the improvement we saw from week two to week three, but uh, we've got to make a, a bigger jump from week three to week four. Alani, uh, noticed on the depth chart that Ben Bywater steps in at that Mike linebacker spot for Keenan. Um, no shortage of snaps for Ben. He started against Arizona, but uh, what do you maybe you like about him? filling that role of Keenan in such a critical role for your defense? Well, it's just not going to be him. There's going to be a bunch of guys that, that we're going to need to play. Uh, when you're playing against high tempo, no huddle type of team, like like what USF will do, um, we're going to need more than just the 11 starters on, on defense. We're going to need a number of those guys, and we're going to have to dip into the, the depth because we want to play fresh and play, um, you know, where everybody's clicking at 100%. Um, Ben's one of the guys that, that's going to fill in that we feel really comfortable with, but we feel good about that whole entire group. We feel good about, um, you know, having uh, you know, Drew Jensen and, and Josh Wilson and Morgan Piper, um, you know, Jackson Kofusi, that, that whole group, we're going to have to step up and we might have to change a couple things from what Peyton Wilgard does and, and look into the little bit of things that, that, that Peyton and Max can do with their experience and maybe move guys around, but we'll figure it out in the next, in the next few days and give our guys a chance to compete and we'll, we'll play with the best 11. Your program, uh, since that USF loss in 2019, you guys are 19 and three. What, what changed after that loss? Cause there was just, it seemed like there was a lot of uncertainty at the time. What, what's maybe just been some of the, the big pillars that have uh, helped change the, all the success since that loss two years ago in Tampa? I was just sticking to sticking to our our identity and our belief in the system, and you know, staying the course. I think that that's the idea is is to keep reemphasizing our strengths, uh, what what our identity, our program is all about, and keep focusing on the culture. Um, yeah, that that's something that we've been really focused on as a, as a as a program is is the be proud of what you do and and, and who you do it for, and so that's. We just happen to play football and, and be in this high sense of gratitude and appreciation for what we get to do. So I've seen the young men and their approach and the coaches um, really buy into what we get to what to do. And it just happens that we were able to get some wins along the way. But um, that's basically it. It like, seems so long ago, you know, and right now our focus is uh, be a week to week. And right now it's South Florida and things that we can improve on. But Man, there's been such a great foundation of some really cool things that have happened in the last last few years. All right, let's go Jay and then Jake. Yeah, two questions. Uh, Kalani, your offensive line was really good in the fourth quarter with 11 straight running plays to move the ball down the field. Have you been uh, generally pleased with, with how that unit has performed? Yeah, I mean, the, the, 
you know, you'd love to just demolish everybody up front on, on the line of scrimmage, every play. But I think uh, you respect the game and your opponents, and you see that um, they have some great, really cool schemes and great um, ideas, and some great athletes on the other side as well. So I, as long as we're making, we're, we're not making mental mistakes and not missing our assignments, I, I can deal with the rest because our our guys are going to give high effort and high energy. It's just uh, minimizing the the mistakes, meaning the mental mistakes. And and what I saw from from our team is our guys, you know, didn't make a lot of mental mistakes, especially up front with the O line. And then you, you have to give a lot of credit to to Arizona State. They had they had some really big, strong guys up front, you know. But you just keep sticking with the game plan, and keep keep plugging away. And 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 I was glad that we were able to get that win. And with with those guys carrying the load, you know. So and and with a combination of uh, Tyler Algier and and, and Lopini Nicatoa and and also with uh, Jaron Hall being the, being able to run the ball. And then uh, you've got 17 players on your team whose fathers played for BYU. Um, is that sort of legacy Cougars mentality uh, unique to BYU, or do you see that a lot in college football? And also, just what does that say about the culture that you're trying to establish there? I mean. <clears throat> I, I've said it before. I'm trying to do what a lot of the coaches have already done here, and talking about what Bronco and Croton and Lavelle have done, and trying to build on that. And I got to play under Lavelle Edwards, and I thought it was a really great culture for me to to thrive and, and grow in so many ways other than just football. And so um, we're we're trying to do that and trying to make it recognizable. But it, to say that we're the only ones that do that is is, is it's not right. We, everyone has their own idea on, on how to run the program. For us, it just falls really in line with, for me, what I think I got to enjoy here when I played at BYU. So uh, I think a lot of people recognize it. And we just happen to have a bunch of guys that, that um, their dads played here and, and they, they, it matters to them. But I want I want young men that, that want to be here and, and want to be part of this program. Um, and, and, you know, part of recruiting is that you educate recruits on how we run a program, what it's all about. And, and it fits some people and it doesn't fit others. That's okay. We, we have a, a certain standard and a certain um, identity that we, that we claim and we got to be proud of it. And uh, that's not going to change for anybody, but there are a lot of young men, whether their dad's played here or not, that really believe in what we do and would fit perfectly with this program or would thrive in this culture. And those are the ones that we're trying to find. Kalani, outside of your as a season opener there in Las Vegas, you guys are not going to leave the state until you go to Waco and Baylor next month. How big of an advantage is it for you guys to be close to home playing all these games? Yeah, you know, we we don't do the scheduling, so it just it, whatever it shows up at, that's what we do. So I, 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 we're going to focus week to week. I'm not even looking past what we have right in front of us, which is South Florida. That's that's our whole focus on. I, don't, I, don't, I mean, we have a schedule that everybody can see, and that's where the families and the fans are playing. But for us, we're focused on everything's focused on this game this Saturday and trying to perform at our best. How critical has Justin Smith been considering you've had you've been without Jake Oldroyd for two games now? Yeah, he's been great. And, and I give a lot of credit to the, to Ed and to Gavin uh, working with with the specialists and 
and those guys stick together. I give a lot of credit to Rico and, and, and Jake also being able to be leaders in that room with those guys. And that, that room of specialists, man, they're special young men. Those guys work hard. They lift hard. They do all the work that that's required of them. And, and then they do some extra. And then I give a lot of credit to them being able to support each other and love each other and, and be really happy when uh, someone does really well. So uh, it's, it's, it's a product of the room. And uh, we have a strong presence in the special teams in the specialist area. And uh, those guys have done amazing. So it's nice to have him to lean on. And it's just good to have depth everywhere. And just happens that we had to use some of our depth with our kicking. Mitch, go ahead. Yeah, Kalani, I know you kind of address the, the personnel stuff beyond just uh, keen, keen on a general sense, but uh, just wanted to follow up on, on Jaron. He said he just got the wind knocked out of him. Is that all for Jaron? Is no cause, no cause for concern? Is he going to be ready to go this week? Yep, everybody will be ready to go this week. So, yeah. and then I mean, uh, people are people are sore. He had some big bodies. I think he said it in the post game that some big boys landed on him and that's, but I mean, how come no one's talking about the old linemen and how sore they are, you know? So everybody's sore. It's okay. We go, we're going to, we're going to go out and work hard and, and try to run the soreness out, but that's, nobody's a hundred percent right now. We just need to be close to it by the time we get to game time on Saturday night. You guys are a hundred percent with your red zone offense so far this season. Uh, what's been some of the, the successful pieces to, or just, some of the things that have caused so much success for you guys in the red zone on offense. Um, A-Rod's called some really good calls in the red zone. The players have executed well. Um, I don't know, just, just, I think if everybody just focuses on doing things the right way on the field, meaning assignment sound, we're going to be fine, you know, and we can live with, with the results. And, um, you know, but we just can't, can't uh, kind of, can't get off the path of our, our success that when we're having, doing good things, we don't need to change much other than do it better and do it cleaner. So everyone was talking about how we didn't turn the ball over, you know, the first two games and you guys jinxed us. And now, you know, look what happened. But uh, we had to create turnovers on, on the other end to catch up with it and even had a, a running back create a turnover for us in the same place. So uh, the the goal is for us to, to not try to do anything brand new or anything crazy that's different than what we're already doing, just do it better. And um, and do it cleaner and, and keep focusing on on what's more important, which is the present. How can we get better today so we can perform better tomorrow? And then by the time we get to Saturday, we'll hopefully we'll make a huge jump in improvement, and that will show up on on game day on that night. Jake, go ahead. Yeah, Kalani, just wanted to ask you about your confidence in your coordinators. It seems like you have implicit trust in both Lysa Tuiaki and Aaron Roderick. Can you just kind of explain why you believe in them so much and allow them to just kind of operate their own little fiefdom, if you will? Yeah, I have a lot of trust in those guys and and Ed Lamb as well. Those those men have helped, helped me build this program. And so I have a lot of trust in, in what they do and how they call a game. I've been I've been involved in in the meetings. I've seen their game plan. I watch their practices. I I see um, what they're trying to accomplish, and um, I have a lot of trust in them, man. That's 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 uh I think um, that's what our culture is about. Is that we 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 trust the guys when they when they in in their roles and empower them, and then see how they can flourish. And then I'm just there along the way if there's any 
anything to help out on them, I'm there to help. But uh, I'm very fortunate to have wonderful coaches that work for me. And, you know, I think a lot of people forget about our support staff and forget about our graduate assistants and our analysts. All, all those people do do some wonderful things for us from anyone in this building, from our strength coaches to trainers, to everybody that's involved, equipment people. Everyone has their roles, and I'm very fortunate to have great leaders in, 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 in all those positions to help us function at a high level. And hopefully we can and, – and I'm over here complaining that we should play better. And so um, – it's nice to work with people that, that want to keep getting better and want to perform at their best. And it, I think all the credit gets sometimes given to the guys on the field, but there's a lot of things that happen behind the scenes that if we didn't have them and we didn't have wonderful people that are working there, it wouldn't be as clean. One other question for me is obviously the transfer portal is in its third or fourth year. Now you guys adjusted to life with that. Now with name, image, and likeness taking hold, it's been a few months now. Has that changed the team dynamic at all for you? No, I think I think we've been been on top of things and try to be uh, you try to be as innovative and creative and proactive as possible. Uh, you guys have been around me long enough. I believed in the transfer portal and I was doing transfer portal stuff before that even happened. I released every player that left here and allowed them to play against us even in games because I believe in helping the young men. I think the NCAA followed what we what we do, and I'm not the only coach that does that. But there's a lot of coaches that do that. that we're doing that, but. Um, we, we thought that's the best way to do it, and we have been. And so in the name, image, and likeness and other things that come along with any adjustments with NCAA, we're going to be on top of it and we try to project and try to forecast as much as we can we can to put our players in a good position to have success. And so, um, you know, that, that's, that's what we have to do as, as, a, as a program is be ahead of the times and, and be with the times.